What is good, everyone? Welcome back to the NOA podcast. Speaking as your co-host, Tyler, I'm here with my man, Stray. You. Before we start, I want to thank you guys. We appreciate for all the support that you guys continue to show us. Thank you guys so much. Check us out on Instagram. Our Instagram is going to be NOA underscore podcast. You also check us out on YouTube. Just type in NOA podcast. Follow, subscribe, like our videos. Um, all of our episodes are available on YouTube as well as on Spotify. Also, we have a TikTok. Check out our TikTok. It's going to be NOA Podcast One. And uh, you also check me and Trey out on IG as well. Mine is going to be Tyler underscore Waller Three. Trey's going to be Trey Kwan underscore Park Seven. And uh, let's get into it. All right, Brody, how's, how's your day going today? Yeah, my day hasn't been too bad. Um, frankly, I rode the bike to the gym. Not today, but the day before, and that was an absolute bitch. How dude. was how was that? How was that ride? I had to I had to stop a couple times because all right, I haven't ridden a bike in like wow, man, maybe about ten years. So, not trained in any way, shape, or form. Not ready for it. Yes, I go to the gym and I work out, but I I wasn't I wasn't ready for this. So I'm like riding the bike, and I'm going well, but like. I learned that going up hills, man, especially with the bike that I have currently. It's hard, man. Bro, it's rough. It's rough. So I had to stop a couple of times just because, like, one, I was tired. Two, I was hot. And, yeah, I, I just couldn't keep going. So I had to right. stop. You break a sweat in that shit, man. You break a sweat riding that. Yeah, you do. And by the time I got to the gym, bro, I was already worked up. And I had to do leg day, which wasn't, and it was, wasn't fun. So I did that. Then I had to ride back home, which was like, I was like, all right, well, it was a little was bit. Ride, was the ride back home better than coming? Mm, no. Damn. But I guess it, it felt like it was quicker because like, all right, I don't know why this happens, but like going somewhere and then coming back the opposite direction is like you leave and you take a trip. You take a trip down to Florida. That should feel like it takes forever. But then the drive back feels like it's a lot quicker. Pretty quick. Yeah. So that's that's the only difference. But uh, yeah, that shit was it was interesting. It's interesting getting back and like riding a bike, and it made it made like the ride like much faster than if I would just like walk. Yeah, it definitely is faster. Um, I've realized now riding that shit to work, it really is like a workout. Now you've ridden it longer than me, bro. Like your shit was like what, like damn near thirty minutes to yeah. go to the fucking gym. Yeah. And you have to deal with hills, so I can only imagine what you've gone through. Um, mine is not that bad, but I still feel it, so I can only imagine what it is with like hills. Yeah, there were specific times where I had to hop off. Yeah, I had to hop off and push it. It's fucking, <laughs> it's fucking rough. It's like you underestimate it because like you have ridden a bike for so long, and like actually doing it, you're like, God damn, this is harder than what I thought. I will say this though, I appreciate that people like drive out so wide when you're riding like on the street because obviously they don't want to hit you and that was like my main like thing like i haven't really ridden bikes on like the street the street so like i ain't really used to it i don't know how people are with it but like they just ignore you it was like all right well let's do your thing and go around you i was like that's kind of cool yeah most people won't try to hit you um if i listen man if i ever got hit bro i'm soon Uh, i don't care i'm soon so most people are pretty, like, pretty good in terms of, like, trying to give you, like, space. But you definitely still have to, like, be careful. Because there have been plenty of times where, like, I've almost gotten hit. And that's just because yeah. the person, like, doesn't want to move over. They, like, right up on you. Damn. You're like, you're like, wow. Okay. You know, a fun thing happened to me yesterday. Um, so I was doing some chores. And then uh, I was, like, walking past this little shopping center. And these people... Like, they give out free phones, I guess. It's, like, from the state or whatever. They give out, like, a free phone. It has, like, a specific amount of minutes on it, and, like, you just have to sign up. Really? Yeah. And uh, they kept th- this one specific lady. I walked past her. There were, like, three stands. I walked past, and uh, first stand tried to get my attention. I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. The lady who I, this story is about, I forgot her name. She's very nice. Um, she was like, come get a phone. And I'm like, nah, nah, I'm good. Like, I don't want it right now. And she just kept trying to pursue, kept trying to pursue. And I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Like, frankly, I already got one. So like, I'm fine. And I uh, walked off, did what I had to do on my way back. She's like, you're back again. And like, I'm like, all right, let me play along with this. Yeah, I'm back. But I still, I still don't want a phone though. 
And uh, she just kept trying to push, kept trying to push. You know, we're cracking jokes with each other. I'm actually like laughing and enjoying myself at this point. Okay, fair enough. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll come back another day and get a phone. She's like, but it, but then but then you won't be getting the phone from me. I'm like, nah, I'll be sad. And I'm like, <laughs> 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 I'm like, yo, but like, it makes no difference to me because I already have a phone. Like, I'm already good. I have two phones already. I don't need a third one. And uh, she's like, all right, how, how about we rock, paper, scissors for it? And I'm like, you know what? I, ah, fuck it, fine. I'm like, all right, what are we going to do without it? <laughs> and she's like, we'll do it out of three. So first we go, rock, paper, scissors. She wins that game. And I'm like, ah, damn. Then I go. We go rock, paper, scissors again. I win. I'm like, all right. That's another night to the final round. Yeah, we're out to the final round, bro. Like, it's, it's, it's game time. Like, I have to win this shit so I get to leave. Last game comes around. We rock, paper, scissors. Three show, three, she throws out rock. I throw out scissors. She wins. And I'm like, Damn. I, I'm not with it. She's all happy and excited, jumping up and down, bro. Of course, of course. And uh, I'm like, all right, fine. I'll play along with this. And now she, like, starts taking my information down. This is a story how Trey got a free phone. (laughs) (laughs) She, like, starts taking my information down, asking me about, like, living in Hartford, if I want to still live here anymore, um, what I want to do in the future. So she's making, like, conversation with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going back and forth talking. I don't mean to cut you off, but what would you give her? She was an Indian lady. Okay. Um, she wasn't chubby, but she also wasn't skinny, so she had a little meat on her. Okay, all right. Um, dressed dressed modest. She was wearing pants. I didn't really fuck with that, but yeah, I digress. Could have been a dress. Could have been a dress, man. It was weather, and you know what? The lady who was with her was wearing a dress. She's a white bitch. Um, I would give her. I'd give her a thirteen. Okay, uh, I'd give her a thirteen. Not bad. Not bad. The lady okay. she was with, I'd say like a 14. Oh, okay, okay. But um, yeah, she's like taking up my information and shit. And we're still talking. And you know, I actually considered like pulling up on her. I'm surprised. I, I kind of thought this that would have came up near the end. I actually considered it. I, I decided not to. I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm, I'm good. Um, and then she asked for my social security number and I'm like, listen, bitch, last time I gave out my social security number, I'm all, I almost got arrested for fraud. So we're not playing <laughs> that game. So I just, just played it off. Like I forgot it and I didn't know. And she was like, what, how do you not know it? Do you don't have a picture or anything? And I guess like you need that in order for, to get, in order to get the free phone and begin with. Ah, so, okay. uh, I was like, yeah, I don't have it, which I knew, I knew what it was. Like, I know the number. I wasn't going to tell it to her, though. I'm like, you're a stranger. I just met you. Like, Facts. Not, not so next thing you know, bro. She done fucked around. She's now Traquan Parks, bro. Exactly. Fucking your, <laughs> fucking up your credit and shit, nigga. Exactly. Exactly. So I was like, you know what? Nah, I'm I'm, I'm good. So uh, walked off. Had a good time, though. She said goodbye to me. I said goodbye to her. Frankly, it was just the mere fact of I just played, like, um, not tic-tac-toe. Rock, paper, scissors. I just played rock, paper, scissors with an absolute stranger, which was fun. I was like, all right, you know what? The more you go out, like, I guess, like, shit just happens. Yeah. I'm about to say, like, the fact that you played into it, like, imagine if you just decided not to. Imagine if you were like, you know what? Like, fuck this. Like, I ain't going to entertain her. And, like, you just kept walking. Like, you never actually stopped and gave her that time of day. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll say this. I would have gotten to my destination faster, but, like, I don't think I would have enjoyed my time as much. Yeah, it's that experience. And frankly, you kind of get that experience, like you said, just by going out. You also say, I might fuck this up. But if you stay out long enough, you'll find something Yeah, along those lines. Yeah, um, I, did, I did say that a lot. But it's, you know, it's like the same premise. It rings true. Basically, just the fact that you stayed out long enough. You literally decided to stay out there. Mm-hmm. You could have just, wherever your destination was, wherever it was home, wherever the fuck you were going. Mm-hmm. You could have just kept going. Yep. You have never got that experience. Which I know it, it wasn't nothing crazy, but imagine if that was like an opportunity that opened up a new door on some shit. Yeah, man. And and it's kind of like why I encouraged, I encouraged myself to do this or anyone else. Like you should definitely go outside. You know, um, going outside is good for you. One, you get to be in the sun. The sun's nice. It's hot. Yeah. Um, what does it give you? Like vitamin C or D? One of the two. I'm pretty sure it's vitamin D. Vitamin D. Yeah. 
And um, when I was in Italy, I'd tell all my friends, I'm like, yo, like, if you think about it, this is all just a game. Like, all these people out here are just NPCs. Like, some of them will come up, <laughs> some of them will come up and talk to you. Others will just walk by you like you're nothing. Like, that's all it, that's all it is. And the longer you stay out, the more, the more opportunity you have of, like, something happening. Whether it be good or bad. For real. Because you can't, you can't get any of that staying inside. Because, frankly, in order for... A lot of times, whatever opportunities to open up, other people are involved, whether they're directly involved or indirectly involved. You kind of have to interact with people or someone doing something leads to a certain opportunity arising. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you just like stay in the house and like never go out, nothing going to happen. Man. Exactly. None of that will happen. Yeah, man, I think it's important. I learned that from like freshman year, uh, especially in the beginning. Like, I didn't really go out that much. But as I started to go out more, like more opportunities arises. Next thing you know, it's like your whole day flips. It's like you had one idea of how it was going to go. But just because you went outside, even though it was for five minutes, that five minutes then turned to you in a fucking like different state on some shit. Yeah, bro. I tell you. And uh, and that's something that I've I was lucky enough to like learn it earlier. And so that's, that's kind of like why freshman year at least the first half of the semester, you barely saw me, bro. I was always outside. Yeah. Because there were days when I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this, this, and this today. I go outside, bro. I meet up with Joe, and we're doing something completely different than <laughs> what I play. You know? Something completely different than what I planned. So there have been multiple times where, like, I had an idea of what my day was going to look like. I decided to go outside, and I ended up somewhere completely different. I'm like, I wouldn't have been here if I didn't go outside today. Yeah. If I just if I decided to just to stay in and like not do anything or stay in and just sit by myself, like I wouldn't be here right now. Those days seem to kind of be the best. They're definitely the most informative. I mean, those days I feel like I definitely I'll learn I learn more. You know what I mean? Unless mm-hmm. like I'm really like clearly sitting inside, like studying a certain topic, of course. But like most of the time I learn more on kind of days that are a little bit off scripted. Because like all right, let's say if I have my day set, I'm like, tomorrow I'm going to do this, 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 this. I kind of know how I'm going to interact with the world and to a certain extent, of course. Um, but when kind of like spontaneity happened and you go outside and your whole day changes, it, you, I feel like you kind of learn about yourself a little bit because now you're put in a completely different situation than what you thought that you were going to be put in. So now you kind of have to learn how to interact differently compared to how you were before, you know? Yeah, you know, I've noticed with me, those are my fuck it days. Yeah, days I'm like, just like, you know what, fuck it, let's do it. Fuck it, I'll try it. And those days, you're right, brother. They're very, they're very fun days, very yeah. memorable days, and days where like I get put in situations that, frankly, one helped me grow as a person, and I, I didn't think I'd be here. Yeah, for real. It's like wow, I did not. Wow, I don't think I made it this far. Shit. Yeah. Okay. And for I encourage, I encourage. Anybody out there to have days just like that where like you just you do something that you wouldn't have usually done. Yeah. Now I'm not saying go out and try crack cocaine or anything like that. Like be smart with like That's your fucking days. That. You know, That's... yeah. Like don't fuck up your it. life. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but like if you get an opportunity to go hang out with someone you haven't hung out with before, or you get an opportunity to go to a place or try some food that you haven't tried before, man, fuck it. Why not? It won't hurt you. It's not gonna kill you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I think it's I think it's good. I'm happy you did that. I have a question for you. And frankly, in regards to that, what, what do you think, I guess, either a story or something that might have happened on one of your fucking days, which is like, uh, bro, like, I just want to go do this. I'm going to go do this. Uh, hmm. It's a pretty good, it's a pretty good question. Um, Shit, one that automatically definitely comes to mind is uh damn, we have a couple. I think a lot of them are like freshman year. Mm-hmm. Uh just to name a couple. One of them was kind of the table. That was kind of a fuck it. <laughs> that table. <laughs> yeah, that was a fuck it. And I mean the outcome of that is that table became very fucking useful. It was so important, bro. So for guys who don't know the story, me and Trey were living in these freshman dorms. So how it was set up is basically. There's a whole bunch of dorms on the floor, and then there's, like, a one little common area. Not a lot of people hung out in the common area, but, like, you can. There was a table there. 
So we didn't want to, we wanted the table, but we were like, yo, we can't take it from our common area because they'll be like, yo, it's missing. Before you continue, did our did our common area even have a table? I don't it think did. it did. It, it did? did. It did. And then it got taken. Someone took it. It got taken away. Okay. And then when we came back from fucking uh, break, they took break. Ours. That's why they took ours. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Continue, continue. But anyway, me and Trey wanted a table, so we were like, "All right, we're gonna steal one from the connecting freshman door." Yeah. So, so it was like, imagine a complex of a whole bunch of different like apartment buildings, and they're all connected underneath. So you can obviously go outside and walk through the front, but the bottoms were all connected. At the very bottom, like the basement, there was laundry rooms that everyone shared. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we went to the other connecting apartment building, took the fucking uh, chair from there, went all the way down through the um, all the way down through the basement. The basement. And then, I was I was leading the way, looking around each right. corner, mind and you. Think about it now. This was kind of stupid. So I'm carrying the table, and Trey is walking around. He's in front of me, and he's peeking around each corner to like make sure like no one's there. Come to find out, like, bro, like, there's cameras. There are watching. cameras, bro. So, like, regardless <laughs> of people saw us, they would have saw us on the fucking footage. Yeah, I could just imagine footage. anyone watching that playback. What that footage look like, bro? <laughs> oh, just, man. just you peeking around the corner, me holding a big ass table. I ain't gonna front. I'd pay to find that right now. Like, uh, I, yeah, I'd I pay would good money just to watch man. that footage. It's hilarious. <laughs> Yo, look at these two fucking clowns, bro. Like, you're being filmed. You're fucking idiots, man. That's funny. But we walked it all the way back. All the way up four floors. We lived on the fucking fourth floor. No elevator. Had to walk that bitch every day. And uh, then we had a table. Like, Mind you, this uh, this was a spontaneous thing. Because, like, we were going to go see our boy that day. Yo, we literally, we went to the building to go hang out with our friend. But we opened the door and saw the table. And I don't know who said it first. We're like, yo, like, do you People want the like, table? Do you want the table? And I didn't answer. I walked to the door and opened it. He just, just opened the up. door and I was like, <laughs> all right, well, picked it up. And we got to keep that fucking table. The RAs questioned us like once. Questioned us once about that table. And I was like, nah, bro, my mom bought it. Do you want the receipt? He was like, no, nah, no, nah, I don't he need the receipt. picked it up before you could even finish. Bro, for real. He, ha- he helped us when they took it out of our rooms during winter break. So we left and came back from winter break and it was gone. And but they put it in our common area room. So we told him about it and he was like, "Yeah, yeah, that's yours." He literally, I was still trying to sell it. Yeah, and he yeah. already picked he up already the table. Was like, "Yo, up. come on!" I was like, "All right, but shut up, stop talking." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, picked up the mm-hmm. table. He helped me bring it back in the room. He even def- he defended us. I, yeah, I appreciate our RA for this. He defended us when that black girl came in. She was also an RA. She was like, okay, so that table's not supposed to be here. And he was like, no, 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 no. Like his mom bought it for him. His mom bought it Bruh, for him. Bro, for real, before table. I even said anything. I was like, damn, okay. I was like, all right, word. You know, so yeah, I get that is a that was a good story. Frankly, good times. A lot of them, I a lot of them, I have a decent amount of them, just my memory shit. But a lot of ones that really jump out are like freshman year ones. Like mm-hmm. going to Rhode Island, both times for me were very spontaneous. Like I didn't, especially the one where you found uh, where you found that apple. All the yeah, <laughs> yeah. that shit was funny. That yeah, yeah. that day was like, he was like, "Yo, come over," and I was like, "Fuck it," and I walked over, and he was like, "Yo, you want to come back with me back home?" I was like, "When?" He's like, "Like now." I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, "All right, fuck it." Yeah, I'm happy we all had good days that day. So I had a great night. I had to hang out with Quinn and uh, help that nigga out for a little bit. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, I think well, for me... About, yeah, I was about to ask you the same question. Yeah, I think for me, I'd say... Um, what comes to mind, I, I was in Italy. Okay. And I was with my friend. Um, I was with my friend and these three girls. So we were all hanging out. And then... I don't specifically remember why we went back to their apartment, but we went back to their place, essentially kind of like dropped them off before we were going to go home because this is like one o'clock in the morning. Okay. He's absolutely wasted. Everyone else is there. Everyone else there is like drunk but me. Like I'm the only sober person. You're completely sober? Yeah, because I just didn't want to drink, bro. Like I don't like drinking. It's not my shit. So uh, he's wasted, having the time of his life. He's very happy. I'm trying to keep him under control. In the meantime, also trying to, like, make sure the ladies are all good. 
because like at the you're end trying of the to day, organize I'm, everybody make sure everyone's straight i'm a leader out here bro i, I was <laughs> i was the leader out there so i dropped the girls off and i was like all right ladies have a good night we left and we're walking back to our dorm and this dude's like bro i don't want to go to bed right now and i'm like listen bro come on like we gotta get back like everyone else is back at the apartment it's like 1 1 30 in the morning like but we got like class the next day you know like <laughs> we, sure, we like, have we like shit go. we gotta do <laughs> so we're walking by and he's like wait 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 wait! i want to stop in here real quick i want to stop in here real quick and i'm like bro what are you what are we doing he's like, i want to <laughs> stop in here real quick so we go in and i guess there's like a beer pong tournament going on didn't know about this there just happened to be a lot of people there and the bartender was like, yo, y'all want to be a part of the beer pong tournament? This little nigga got whole, a whole bunch of hype. He's real happy. He's like, yes, yes, we, we'll do it. We'll do it. And I'm like, all right, yeah, fine. Fuck it. Like, it's late. Let me just get this shit out the way. We'll be done. <laughs> First game we play, we lose. And I was like, all right, well, that's it. He's all sad and shit. Like, he's disappointed. He really wanted to win because I guess, like, he played beer pong a lot when he was in his frat. Um, so, like, so he, he thought, thought he was going to come out here and just. Yeah, just. Throwing dimes left and right, you know? And, uh, yeah, we lost that game. So we were, we're getting ready to leave. I'm like, all right, man, let's let's head out. And then the bartender came back. I was like, yo, we have a, another open slot that no one's going to be in. And the tournament's about to start. Like, if you want to join, try again, like, you can't. And he got, like, real hype about it. He's like, yeah, 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 this is a sign. We'll do it. We'll do it. This is a sign. <laughs> <laughs> and this really like, all right, play. fine, fine. You know what? I'll, I'll, try to, I'll try to make this nigga happy because he was re- he was genuinely disappointed like, when we lost. Like, I felt bad just because, like, he's the type of person. He's very, like, uh, enthusiastic, childlike in a way, you know? And uh, I thought that was kind of cool. So I was like, all right, fuck it. So we played the first match. We win. Now we have to wait for all the other matches to go. It's like 2 o'clock. And I always say, nigga, nothing good happens after 2 a.m. But we win our first match. And we have to wait about like 10 minutes until all the other games are out of the way before. Mm-hmm. So, like, we finished, the, I guess, semifinals on to the quarterfinals. And I'm like, all right, well, if I'm going to stay here, I'm going to order some food. So I order some food. I'm, like, talking to this German girl. I pulled up on her, trying to get to know her and stuff. And I started talking to this Belgian girl and this girl from the Netherlands. Just a whole bunch of people from like a whole bunch of different places. So I'm just trying to be social. Word. Next game comes. We play the Belgian girls. We beat them. I'm like, all right, damn. Like, like we're, we're moving now. We're moving. <laughs> we're we not play. too bad. Okay, okay. Yeah, bro. For real. And I will say for a kid who hasn't played that game like since freshman year, frankly, I did pretty well. Hey, okay. I was doing pretty well, which also helped us. I wasn't drunk. So, like, I knew I was – my cognitive abilities were – It was a point. little bit better compared to someone else who was – How was your partner doing? Was he holding his own? Yeah, he was, bro. He was okay. He was holding his own. He was also sobering up. So, like, he was like, all right, bro, like, I know what I'm doing now. Like, we're good, you know? Ah, okay, okay. And, uh, he's also being – he's a very social person. So, he's, like, also being very social with the bartenders, getting to know everybody. But we're overall having a good time. Then uh, – we now face up against the uh, the two guys who like started the tournament. So like the not the owners, but like the like the host. Yes, the host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going up against the host now. We beat them. Mm. I'm like damn, bro, we're on a we're on a streak. We're on a streak. Now there's like two teams until the finals that we got to play. We play the two teams. We win, and I'm like, damn, bro, we're in the finals now. Like. This is this is it. Like we're Kinda in the final. Made it to the Super Bowl and shit. <laughs> facts, bro. <laughs> facts. And I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, yo, bro. Like, two hours ago, like, I was on my way home. Yeah. Like, but I'm trying to go to bed. You know, like it's late. Here, I'm at this bar with a whole bunch of strangers who I just met. Everyone's cheering for us, like, while we're playing bear pong. This whole, frankly, the crowd was quite enormous. Like, the bar wasn't that big, but like, it was a decent sized crowd, bro. Huh? The amount of people there. Yes, it was a decent amount of people. What was nice is like the girls outnumbered the guys. So like we definitely got to show out. Hey, what? but we're the only two Americans there. So I think that definitely made us stand out. So finals comes. We play the niggas who beat us the very first time. Damn. Yeah. It's come, it comes full circle. And Germans too. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so for me, for me, this meant a lot. Like I was like, all right. It's like, nigga, I'm to... taking this shit personal. Facts, facts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, this shit's no longer a game, yeah, okay. man. It's like from the boys of old. But um, yeah, and you know, a little bit of shit talking was spoken before the game. You know, uh, everyone else had their chairs like all lined up around the table, sit down watching. A whole bunch of bitches were there, and I'm like, okay, all right, let's get this shit going. Nice. We start the game. I'm sinking cups left and right, bro. And it was what was shocking to me was just the just the sheer amount of like destroying we did. Like we just we absolutely eliminated them. Damn. Like all the other games were. It's like the first game was a fluke. It was like yeah, that was a warm up. <laughs> like yeah, that, that wasn't the real shit. Bro. For real, man. And all the other games we had, both teams were down to like one cup, and we both get messing. But that game, we just smoked these. Things. Yeah, no, that game, we smoked them. Like, it's like you, you go to the Super Bowl, bro, and you beat a, you beat the team, like, 42 Maybe to 10. That's the fucking, what was it? The fucking Broncos versus, like, the, C, uh, the Seahawks? The Seahawks ah, put yeah. up, like, 48, 49 points or something like that. <laughs> yeah, bro. It's like, <laughs> it's, like, quite clear who's going to win. It's like, okay, so, I can cut this shit off now. We won, and our reward was, like, uh, I guess, like, a pint of, like, this type of like alcohol whatever it was and you i was both, like you know what? both got a point yeah uh, okay and i was like you know what this was a successful night i'm happy with this we took a photo of a commemorative picture and went along our way went back home this nigga still wanted to do some other shit bro. i'm gonna and be I'm honest like, you probably could have got some victory neck huh could have got some victory neck you're not wrong and here's why <laughs> I got five girls' numbers that night. See, Brody? But, yo, who wants to come up with the fucking winners? <laughs> and, you, and you had a pint of alcohol? But oh, I never... Man, you would have been. One, one, I never went back to that bar. Or, actually, I take that back. I did go back to that bar much later. Oh, okay. And some of the ladies, this that was, like, their last night there. So, like, they went back to their prospective countries or wherever. Yeah, mm-hmm. But you are right. I definitely could have. Could have um, got some victory. Now, I could have. Um, but yeah, bro. Off just being spontaneous and following this nigga in his, in his antics. I was able to win a beer pong tournament for the first time. Yeah, that's a pretty solid. One, that's a fucking great story. Yeah. That story also low-key debunks. I agree with you with nothing good happens 2 a.m. But I mean, hey, that's something pretty good. Yeah, that's the, that's the whole thing. It's like, that's the only time. That's the only, <laughs> that was one of the only times where something great happened after 2 a.m. for me. Wow. Okay, okay. Yeah, but that's why when you're fucking spontaneous, man. Like you said, you're on your way home. And the next thing you know, like, people are fucking, like, chanting your name as you win a beer pond tournament. Yeah. Never fucking know where the night takes you. No, no, you won't, man. You won't. I definitely agree. I had some great moments like that. Frankly, a lot, a lot of times you just got to let go. Can't be so uptight all the time, you know? Dude, we're, we're majority of the things kind of... It might not be the majority, but the majority of, like, exciting things that happened to you at Italy, was the majority of it kind of spontaneous or was a lot of it planned? If I were to give it a percentage, I would say 60, 60% of the things I did that were planned, 60% was planned, and then the other 45 was spontaneous. Ah, okay, okay. But the spontaneous things definitely stuck out as, like, the most fun just because, like, I had no control over it. I think that's what made it better. Yeah. It's kind of like the shock factor a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's like, like I did not, like, I truly did not see myself here. Exactly. At this time. Yeah. 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 One, 100%. I, I, I agree with that. You know, I got myself into a lot of situations over there where I look back and I'm like, about two hours ago, I was not with this bitch and now I am. <laughs> or like two hours ago, I was not at this place and now I am, you know? Like, I'll never forget. This is just one of my highlight moments. A highlight moment, frankly, of my life. I was I was in bed with a girl, which I was, like, amazed that I even made it this far. <laughs> and while I'm in bed with her, I'm, like, texting another bitch, and she's, like, begging me to, like, come over. 
I'm like, damn, I'm really on some pimp shit. And this girl, because she saw the other girl was texting me, she wouldn't let me leave. She was like, nah, this nigga's valuable. I ain't, I ain't gonna let this nigga go. But none of that would have happened if I had stayed in my house that night. Ah. Do you remember how that night started? It started by me telling my roommate I wasn't going out. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I ain't going out, Brody. I'm not, I'm not really? leaving. Like, I was quite content with staying in and just chilling. Because we were like three weeks in and, uh, you know, I just, I just, I, I'm not a big club guy. I'm not a club guy. I'm not a bar guy. And I've said this on older podcasts and nothing really changed. Like, I'm just not that type of a person, bro. I'm, I just, that's just not my scene. My scene is more either hanging out with one person, hanging out by myself or hanging out with like a group of five or like six, you know, just yeah. chilling, you know, that's really, that's really what I do. But yeah, I told him, I was like, yeah, I ain't going out. And he practically like begged me. He's like, come on, man. You got to come out and enjoy yourself. So I went out, um, went to the bar with him, hung out with some of the ladies. And without a doubt, boys, any young niggas out there, if you're with a girl or with a bunch of girls, it makes you so much more attractive to females. Yeah, it, it does. It does. It really because does. the fact that I it's was- It's like an enhancer. It, yeah, <laughs> little, little, little HP boost or something for real. It's like power up. <laughs> it's like eating one of them fucking Mario mushrooms for real, bro. You know? But uh, because like I had ladies around me, I guess it just made me more attractive to the ladies that were at the bar. Yeah, and I ended up like leaving with this one girl, and we hung out. Meanwhile, this other lady was texting me, trying to get me to like come hang out with her. I just. I'm like, I'm already in bed with a woman. Why would I then leave that to go f- try to be with you when you're... I just, I just wasn't... It's like, bitch, I already won. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm at the one-yard line. Why exactly. would I... I'm at the one-yard <laughs> Why would I kick a field goal when I can exactly. score? It's like, come on now. Exactly, bro. I'm at the one-yard line, and it's first down. Like, why would I... <laughs> Bitch, it's first and goal. Like it's first and goal right now. Fit, like, come on now. Yeah, yeah. But in that moment, I thought back to telling my roommate that, like, yeah, I'm not coming out tonight. So what made you? What made you end up going? Like, why? Why did your mindset change on? All right, I just want to chill here. I don't want to go out. To now, all of a sudden, like, all right, fine, I'll go. Uh. After the conversation with my roommate, um, everyone was getting, so everyone in the apartment was leaving. It was just going to be me chilling by myself. Okay. And as everyone's like getting ready, going back and forth, everyone's like, yo, like, come out, come out, you know, like, and everyone's like, tell me to like, come out, like, it'd be, it'd be fun. And I thought to myself, I was like, all right, bro, you left America. And the majority of what you did, you hung out with your boy and you sat in your house. You're going to come to Italy and do the same thing. Mm. And I was like, fuck it. Not just dead ass. I didn't, I actually didn't even change what I was wearing. I was wearing shorts, uh, my Adidas sandals. Oh, so now you didn't even get dressed. No, no. I didn't. You just left. <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I did not, bro. I, I wore shorts, Adidas sandals with my, uh, my socks on and my tray hat and a t-shirt. And that was it. Walked out just like that. You went to a club and slides. Facts. (laughs) Everyone else dressed up and shit. Everyone else, bro. When I tell you, when I was there, I was I was very much underdressed. But I think that also helped because because it made me look like one. I think it made me just look like I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Don't care. I'm here. I also like had headphones on me. So, like, they're playing music, and I'm, like, listening to my own shit. That's the nonchalantness of, like, yo, I don't care. I'm just going to rock my own shit. Exactly, bro. And Juice World's playing. So, like, I can't. I can't. Facts. It's him, like man. club music or Juice World. Like, I'm over here uh, listening to OG Bandit. Like, facts, bro. <laughs> yeah. But listen, bro, I'm listening to Late Night right now. I really can't. <laughs> I really can't. There's nothing that you can play. You expect me to turn this shit off? Like, come like, on, bro. What? Rain Dance just came on. Facts. What are you doing? Like, what are you guys even playing? Bro? I haven't even heard of this. <laughs> this shit type trash. Get this shit out of here. But man. because of that, and it's the sheer fact of the amount of ladies I had around me, it just made picking up. Add it to the persona. 
Yeah, it adds and you to the already persona. and you already stood out in terms of you just being a black American. Oh yeah, yeah, that helped. I was the only black nigga there. <laughs> I was the only nigga there. Like <laughs> for real, man. That definitely oh, adds to it. It adds to like the one, the mysteriousness, and two, truly the art of not caring. And that's what I'm really trying to to master that even more. But not caring gives you power. Like yeah. when you don't care about shit, it actually comes to you. When people realize you don't care, frankly, they come to you. You know, the power of not giving a fuck is Huge. a very simple, simple thing, but it's so difficult to learn. Yeah. And it, it changes your life without a doubt. Uh, I'll give a couple of examples. And frankly, you know what I'm talking about because I've displayed this to you. Whenever I lose something, I'm always just like, all right, well, it is what it is. I do the same thing now because of you. Is I've lost my headphones on multiple occasions. I'm like, all right, well, it, shit, I'll get a, get a new pair. I always end up finding them, bro. Anytime I lose something, whenever I didn't give a fuck about it, I always found it. Bro. You know I what's crazy? I implement that same thing now. I now do that with everything that I lose, and I always find it. Yes. Always. Yes. I yes. always. It's like it's it's kind of like if I do this, then I'll never lose anything. Ever. <laughs> Without a doubt, without a doubt, bro. And uh, and it took me a while to like grasp that. Yeah, you know, I'd get so worried and panicked about losing something, and I'd never find it again. And after just like learning not to care, I'll say this: you can't not care about everything, but you got to know how to not care about specific things. Exactly. And once I figured that out, man, I was I was able to find everything I needed to find. Exactly. I also noticed, and you're right, people come to you. I realize you don't care. People like it's like people like that. And I think it could. This is a this is a theory. I could be completely wrong. No one fucking quote me on this. This is how I think. But I feel like a lot of people now, especially like anxiety, seems to be like a huge thing now. Everyone seems to have anxiety. Everyone seems to be an overthinker or whatever, whatever. So everyone's always in their own mind, and then they finally met someone who kinda isn't. They finally met someone who isn't overreacting, isn't bugging out when something goes wrong, and is basically is always calm and truly doesn't care. And because they're the complete opposite, they're drawn to it. Because it's like, wow, that kind of, it kind of relaxes them to be around someone who doesn't give a fuck and who's relaxed. Yeah. And, you know, I think that's why, at least when I was like in Italy, like so many people flocked to me. I think so too. Because that, that has gotten me bitches. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that that has gotten me bitches. So I'm like, wow. Yep. That got me ladies. Just being nonchalant. And not really giving a fuck and not caring works. It does, man. It, it really does. One, it, it displays confidence. Yeah. It's like everyone else it, is panicking in a situation and you're the only calm nigga. Yeah. It makes it seem, it basically just makes it seem like you know exactly how everything's going to turn out. Yeah, you have a handle on things. Exactly. It's like, yo, there's no need to be tripping. Everything's fine. Regardless yeah. of if shit really is fine or not. Yes. You, you yes, make it look bro. like it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's cool. Mm-hmm. And because of that, People can't read you. For real. Because you're always cool. You're yep. always cool. I'm, I'll never forget. I was with these. I was hanging out with friends. And this one specific girl was like, I can't read Trey. Like, he's so hard to read. And I'm like, listen, you don't need to read me. Yeah, you don't worry about that. But a thing that I learned that, like, everyone over there thought of me. Just like, yo, Trey's, like, so difficult to read. Like, I don't even know about him sometimes. Like, he's so fucking mysterious. The kid's always cool, calm, and collected. And he's fun to be around. It was to the point where, like, bruh, like, there were times. And and this is why I believe, like, uh, you can't, you can't hang out with people every day. There has to be some time where you take for yourself. Yeah. Um, I always heard the saying coming up, and I believe it, but absence makes the heart grow fonder. That's so true. I'm fun to be around. And I was very fun to be around when I was over there. I was always cracking jokes. I was always laughing. I was always smiling. I was very happy-go-lucky. However, I had rules for myself. So at, at when 2 a.m. hit, bro, I was leaving. I was going home. No one could stop me from leaving. And I was staunch with that. So because of those rules that I set for myself, and I'm like, listen, bro, 2 a.m. hit. Like, I got to go. And I'm at the bar with them, and everyone's like, wait, no, don't leave. And like, listen, I, I, I got to go. 
it kind of showed that listen no matter what no matter what it is like i hold myself accountable for certain shit and like that's important to me you got that's morals. important to me you know i have morals and i will stick to them and i believe that was respected and because that was respected whenever people wanted me to be around they'd come to me i didn't even have to go to them yeah there your were times now, like your time is now viewed as valuable exactly exactly there were times where I was at a bar with a whole bunch of friends. Tweem hit. I left. They came back with me. Just to just to continue hanging out with me. So it's very powerful when like you have control over yourself. Like, listen, I don't have to follow you around. You are my friends without a doubt, and I really fucks with y'all. But I have things that like I want to do as a human being. And at the end of the day, I gotta put my happiness first. Yeah, self-control is a huge thing, man. Also, that just shows that shows that you also have respect for yourself. Yeah. You know? uh, if you have zero self-control, then you, you don't respect yourself because you need to, you can't, you basically have to be able to control yourself. And if you can't control yourself at all, that means you won't be able to control yourself at certain pleasures, which really won't be a good thing because certain pleasures can take over your life. So that's very good that you had self-control. And a lot of people respect that. Like they notice that and they take note of it. My question to anybody else out there is how do you expect people to respect you if you don't respect yourself? Thanks. A girl's not going to respect you if you don't respect yourself. Thanks. And 100% a nigga's not going to respect you if you don't respect yourself. Thanks. So, like, you have to have boundaries. And even if that means, like, so-called hurting somebody's feelings, like, you, you have to have boundaries, bro. I made bitches sad when I left at 2 a.m. I had girls upset at me when I left at 2 a.m. That, that don't care to me. I, I left. I left. I'm like, listen, bro, my happiness comes first. And yes, chances are the whole nothing good happens after 2 a.m. is really just a superstition. But like, yo, 2 a.m. hit, bro, I want to be sleeping. 2 a.m. is also like, it's also late, especially if you like have shit to do the next day. Yeah. I have responsibilities. Yeah, it's like, yo, go to bed. Like, sleep is important. I remember a bitch called me old. Just because I did that, bro. Bitches do that shit. You go to bed early. I've been called that too. It's like you're an old man. Yeah. It's like why? Yeah, because bro. it's like why? Because I I like to go to sleep and I respect my sleep and I like I don't have to wake up at five thirty. Like yeah. bitch, I got shit I do in the morning. Yeah. Like what do you think this is? Yeah, yeah. Like come on now. Let's bro. be real here. I I get to the at this point I accept it. I'm like yeah I am old. Like, I'm leaving. <laughs> <Fact>. <laughs> like, I like, don't even argue with bro. Exactly. It's like, bro, that don't change the fact that I'm leaving. Like, yeah, I'm still that, leaving. That changes nothing, bro. Facts. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm still gonna go. Like, what the fuck you think I am? Your words don't affect me. Facts. Yeah. They want you to basically to react and stay because mm. it's like, mm -hmm. come on now. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, that's fine. I'm old. Yeah. So like, yeah, I got bills to pay. The fuck? And frankly, when you don't do that, you're more attractive. Exactly. When you don't react, that you walk off. You walk off like you don't give a fuck. Ah, bro, don't come. Exactly. I have I have an example of this happening to me in high school of me wanting to get a reaction out of somebody. So this is the opposite now. Ah, okay. This is me wanting to get a reaction out of somebody, them not giving a reaction at all, just not caring. And then me immediately dropping what I was upset about because because uh I didn't get the reaction. Ah. So it it legitimately works. I've had it happen to me. It works. I, just, yeah. I was mad at a friend. He either said some shit to me or did some shit to me. Really don't remember. But I was tight and I was like holding a grudge. And that nigga did not care. <laughs> did not give a fuck, bro. He shrugged his shoulders and walked off. And <laughs> I was I was a freshman at the time. I was a freshman at the time. And I was shocked. Taken aback, baffled, bamboozled. <laughs> I'm over here puzzled. <laughs> puzzled, you know? And while this is happening, I'm like, damn, like, I'm like seeing that it's not as big as what I'm making it out to be. Yeah. And after that, bro, I was like, yeah, I dropped it immediately. Because at that point, it's kind of like in that situation, another situation. Basically, you're feeding off of that person's energy. 
So if they don't give back that same energy, then like it's kind of dead. It's like they ended yeah. it. Yeah. Once they give back that energy, now you have some fuel. Then it keeps going back and forth now. It takes two people to argue, man. Exactly. If you just don't argue, then that shit's over. There's nothing You there. can end an argument simply by just walking away. You're just walking away, not saying anything? Exactly. Because, like, you need two people to argue. So if you just don't rebuttal, like, it's like, yo, we're done arguing. Like, yo, this shit's over. Yeah, I'd say uh, that 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 experience definitely changed my mindset about, like, how I handled myself. Because it happened to me. Like that was one of the best experiences to have gone through that young because I now see not only have I done it to other people, but it's also happened to me. And because it's happened to me, I'm like, damn, this shit really does work. Yeah. Sometimes it's kind of good to be on the like the other end. Even though the other end is kind of like the worst end to be on. True, true. It's good to kind of go through that experience because now you truly kind of know, you know how it feels. Exactly. Now you understand how it works. You understand mm-hmm. how it works from both ends now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely, man. Definitely. Frankly, after that, I'm like, all right, well, it was it was now added to it was now added to my list of things that I can use against someone if I need to. Yeah. Truly not giving a fuck is an art in itself. It is right. not easy to do, but it's with practice, not. it can be done. And that's the thing. And kind of go back a little bit. When you were talking about how, like, now when you lose something and you don't care and then you find it again. Imagine doing that on just a larger scale. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, we do it on just, like, little shit. Like, mm-hmm. right, we lose something, don't care. We find it. Cool. But imagine doing that in, like, our life situations. I think that would change the impact. And it truly is hard to, like, not give, like, it's really a practice. And Trey alluded to it earlier. And it's true. You have to give a fuck about something. It's impossible to give, like, no fucks about anything. Yeah, of course. That's just, we're humans. We have to care about something. We have to give a fuck about something. But essentially just tailoring what you give a fuck about is huge. Like, that's exactly what you have, essentially what you have to do. Mm -hmm. Figure out what is actually important and what actually needs to be prioritized compared to other things. And other things you kind of, you just don't really got to give a fuck about. Yep. Um, But it's hard to do so. Frankly, I'm still cultivating it now. But it definitely is hard uh, to do so. I think you really, it takes a lot of practice and you have to be very mindful of it. You can't just do it blindly. Mm-hmm. You actually kind of have to be mindful and like think about the shit that you're going through. And as passionately as I talk about this, because I've one done this before and I've had it done to me, I'm still learning too, you know? So I'm no better than any next man that's like really learning about this. Like I'm still young. I am young, frankly. I'm still learning as I go and I know more experiences are going to come where like I have to do this. Yeah. But it's just something I notice with both genders, man. When you don't care, ah, man, shit changes. You have power. You hold power. Yeah. <sighs> shit shit changes, man. Like people can't cuz they they have nothing to hold over you. No one can control you. If you don't care, no one can control you. It's kind of like uh Ocho Cinco where he was like uh the NFL would continuously find him. But he never cared about the money, so he nah, kept doing it anyway. Exactly. He was like, yo, this isn't about the money, so you could just keep taking my money. <laughs> and the crazy thing is, like, he was a man of his word because each I'm not going to say each game he was getting fined, but like he still continued his antics each game. He did not care. Like he was, like, I don't care. He was, like, I don't care about the money. He, he also doesn't spend any of his money. So like that definitely that helps. definitely helps. Yeah, that definitely fucking helps, I'd say. But you got you have to learn not care, man. And um, let me ask you this question. I know it might be a little bit difficult to answer, but maybe you can uh, help the people out who are listening. Is there any? And I'll go after. Is there any advice I guess you can give to someone who wants to start doing this? Um, what I used as a template um, is the phrase "Don't worry about shit you can't fix." Damn, yeah. Um, that was a template, and this is when. Sophomore year was, I think, I cared the least. Um, and I feel like that's when a lot of things I feel like I attracted. Um, once I really understood, I know you told me that statement freshman year, but sophomore year is when I really implemented it. It was really implementing it um, much more on a daily basis. It was constantly reminding myself of it. And because of that, opportunities kept getting come, kept coming to me. Um, I had a shit ton of bitches then. 
just because I like didn't care. Anything that happened, I did not care. I was like, I do not give a fuck about basically I didn't give a fuck about shit. And I only cared about and I used it as a template because it was like, don't worry about shit you can't fix. I also added to it, only worry about shit you can fix. So throughout the day, I would only if something happened, I'd be like, Can I fix this? If the answer was no, well then all right. No, no, I didn't worry about it. If the answer was yes, then I would kind of prioritize it and try to fix the problem. You know what I mean? So that's really what I use as the template. And frankly, that helped me a lot. Don't worry about shit. Don't worry about shit you can't fix. And then when a problem arises, can I fix this? Yes, I can. Then fix it. Then, okay, maybe that's something you probably should care about. If you can't, then don't even worry about it. Then don't even put your energy into it. Then just walk away. So that's kind of what I use in order to implement that, like, not giving a fuck uh, mentality. And it worked a lot freshman year. It still works now. Now when I use it, um, especially as of recently, it fucking works now. With no one, people are, I've noticed people gravitate toward me because I don't really show a shit ton of emotion. Things really don't rattle me that much. And I notice people gravitate toward me. Like people continuously come toward me, they seek me. I don't even seek them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Pretty good advice. Yeah. How about what's your take on it? You know, funny enough, you took the the thing I was gonna say. I'll say this. <laughs> yeah. fair I taught you well, I'll say that much. <laughs> Listen, Brody, I try to pay attention. Man. <laughs> I, try, I, try. <laughs> uh, I think I think I did a lot. And I still continuously do. Frankly, I did it last semester when uh when I was like working on projects with this one specific person who was bugging out. I did this in high school, middle school. I always asked myself whenever I was going through something or whenever something needed to get done and I was worried about the outcome. I asked myself, 20 years from now, am I going to care about this? Yeah. If the answer was no, then I did not take it seriously. I didn't. Because there's no point in me stressing about something that's just for the moment. For real. Like, listen, bro, us as humans, we kind of over-exaggerate a lot of shit that happens in our lives. So something that might not be that serious, we'll blow it out of proportion. We will blow it out of fucking proportion. I've done it. Tyler's done it. We've all done it, but we're human beings and just what we do. Inevitable. It's inevitable. It's a part of our nature. What you have to do now is recognize when you're going to do something like that. Ask yourself, one, am I like over-exaggerating this? Like, could this be seen in a different point of view? And however many years you want to add to it, so you don't have to use 20. I specifically said 20, but you can use five. five. Yeah, Yeah, five, 10. It doesn't really matter. But however many years you want to use, will this still matter to me? And if the answer is no, don't fucking worry about it. Yeah. There's no point in making it stress you out because, like, at the end of the day, it's not as serious as it actually is. It's not that serious. It's not. You know? So, yeah, that'd be mine. That's at least what I'd say to anybody who wants to try, like, not caring about specific things. Yeah. You know? You have to know what the specific things are because you got to care about something at the end of the day. You know? Focus on your priorities and care about those. But, like, little things that, like, really don't matter on the day-to-day, don't worry about them. Exactly. What you can also do is figure out what your values are. Figure out what your priorities are in life. Like, get that. Like, write that shit down. Like, get that cemented. So, like, you know for a fact, these are the things I give a fuck about. And then move on from there, you know? And then Mm -hmm. as you come across things, there might be other things you might want to give a fuck about. Then there'll be certain things where you're like, nah, this shit don't align. And you just don't care about it. I think uh, I like what you alluded to, and I, I agree with you in the fact that we tend to overthink. We tend to think things are much worse than what they really are. Like in the grand scheme of things, it's something very small. But we done sat here and thought about this shit for hours on end. And now we think like, you know, the whole world depends on this decision. When in reality, like we're just sitting here overthinking. And by tomorrow, like, you know, by tomorrow, this shit will all be resolved. Yeah. But we're sitting here in our minds and i think that's huge because we do that a lot as humans we tend to sit there and we tend to overanalyze i'm not gonna say every situation but certain situations i've definitely done it before yeah um overanalyze the situation think way too much into it and then you realize the situation was nothing 
like you thought it was, you know? Yeah, man. I, I definitely agree with you. I definitely agree with you. But seeing as though, I mean, it's like a five-minute mark and uh, we actually do have to close out the show. The advice we gave, I think, is pretty good. Is there but anything was, else? Yeah, for real. If there's, is there anything else you want to add to that? I mean, um, we, we can re-give the same thing if you like. Yeah, I would say i definitely like to kind of reiterate kind of what I said before. Definitely just don't worry about shit you can't fix. I think that's that's a huge thing. I think another thing is in terms of just not giving a fuck, figure out what you give a fuck about. You have to give a fuck about something. It's inevitable. So kind of like plan it out, write it out, figure that out, and then move on from there. Don't stress yourself over the things that aren't that serious, you know, especially the majority of our audience are young. You know, I'm 21, Trace 22. Majority of our audience are younger, kind of within that age range or whatever. And I know how it is in terms of, especially if you just graduated on some shit or you're kind of now just like being on your own, it could be stressful. You could feel lost. You could feel like you really don't know what the fuck to do. You could be stressing out. Um, But in the grand scheme of things, like everything's going to be fine. This is kind of just a little speed bump, kind of just something that we could use to learn and grow from. So don't even worry about it, especially if you can't really fix it. Then don't even worry about it. And if you can't fix it, then work towards fixing it, you know. But just keep pushing. Don't just sit there and overthink and don't fucking stress yourself out and go crazy over it. So, uh, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah. I mean, frankly, piggybacking off what Tyler just said. Um, you know what? I'd say start small. Start small with this. Um, if you really want to do it. You can do, frankly, what me and Tyler are doing whenever we lose a small object yes. or anything. You just don't worry about it, you know? I know it takes practice to do certain things. It takes time to do and to learn these little tactics. But I like to think of this podcast as a way to just give good advice, you know? And it takes time to learn the methods that, frankly, me and Tyler are teaching you. So take it in bite-sized amounts, you know? If you lose something, especially if I take it's a pair of headphones, you know, maybe it's a water bottle. Yeah, something minimal. Something minimal. Try not to worry about it. Like, listen, I can always go buy another pair of headphones. I can always go buy buy another water bottle. It's not, it is not as serious as I'm making it out to be. And what you'll find is that those things will come back to you. It's amazing. I really can't even explain how it works. Nah, for real. Though. I genuinely can't, bro. But every time I've lost something, I haven't worried about it, and it's always come back to me. I haven't lost anything in years. I used to lose shit all the time. <laughs> no, I never lose anything. No, I, no, I never <laughs> lose anything. No, I never lose anything, bro. It has changed. It's absolutely changed my life. So I would say, like, start small, you know, small things here and there. If you lose something, don't worry about it. Don't let it stress you out. Don't think about it too much. Take it one step at a time. Then you could slowly move up to bigger things. You know, if someone's like bothering you, just don't care about it. Don't worry about it. Try not, try not to let it get to you. Maybe there's just situations that you're putting in life wherein you're put into an awkward situation or you have to give a presentation or you got to go talk to this professor, this, that, and the other. I've gone through all of these experiences. I don't worry about them. I used to be terrified of giving presentations. I don't worry about them. Yeah, I don't. So, yeah, that's that'd be my advice, man. Just take it one step at a time, one day at a time, one percent at a time. And eventually, we're not pros in any way to name. Nope, we're still learning. We're still learning. But I'll tell you one thing. We're much better than what we were yesterday. I'll tell you that right now. So, uh, yeah, that's that'd be my advice. Well, thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We really do appreciate the love that you guys continue to show us. Thank you so much for listening to us. Thank you so much for rocking with us. Check us out on all our social media accounts, all our social media platforms. IG is going to be NOA underscore podcast. You can also check out me and Trey. Mine is going to be Tyler underscore Waller three. Trey's going to be Trey Quan underscore Park seven. Check us out on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to us, like the videos. Um, just type in NOA podcast and it'll pop right up. It's the first thing that pops up. All of our episodes are available on YouTube as well as on Spotify. Also, you can check us out on TikTok. There's going to be NOA Podcast One. Thank y'all for rocking with us. We appreciate y'all. Y'all take care.
Have an absolutely wonderful day. Have a good one. And honestly, quick before we go, um, to anybody out there who's going through a hard time, really just reach out to you can reach out to us if you want to from frankly our social medias, or I'd suggest like reaching out to like family member or friend. Um, you're not going through shit alone. Like you can do this. Okay. Have a good one.